0: Hi, I'm Bernadette Joy. In 2014, I took out $72,000 in student loans to pay for grad school. Less than two years later, I made my final payment. Now I'm on a mission to help others save $1 million of debt by showing how you can save money, make money, and earn the lifestyle you love. You'll hear from friends and experts that helped me on my debt-free journey. Welcome to the Bernadette Joy Podcast. Crush This Debt, Season 2. Today we have a special episode because we're going to talk with my good friend Mike here about his debt-free journey and some tips and tools that he might have for you on what you can implement on your own debt-free journey. So thanks so much for coming. Yeah, in. absolutely. And so you might have seen Mike in another episode. He was here talking about contracting, and we actually met because he helped me with my kitchen renovation four years ago when I was not on a debt-free <laughs>
1: journey.
0: <laughs> I, was, I was actually very much about spending as much money as possible, yeah. including my kitchen renovation. <laughs> Um, and since then, we've both had our own separate journeys. Um, we've both had corporate jobs that we've left. We've both um, started um, separate businesses. And then he's created a, an extra human or two yeah, <laughs> in yeah. his family. And so I wanted to share his story about what he's been up to and see what you might take away from it. So tell yeah. me a little bit more about you and your, and your story. Yeah,
1: sure. So um, college didn't work out for me. So I was lucky enough to not have college loan debt. Um, oh man. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. I found my own way to spend it. But um, so I got a job in corporate America early. I was young and uh, like, a, I was nineteen, making like fifty five or sixty grand a year. And that's a lot of money for a nineteen year old. That's a lot of money for a lot of people. <laughs> but uh, but I blew it. Like it, I was young and dumb, and uh, I had built up some credit card debt. The one good thing I did was I, when I was eighteen, going on nineteen. I bought a house. I was like, I, I don't want to rent. I was moving out of my parents' house. What um, eighteen year
0: old buys a house? Hold one,
1: one that's parents didn't agree with the fact that he wasn't going back to college. So it was, it was I had to move out and I was like I was making good money. I was I was you know, I was actually putting some money towards my four hundred one K at that time, but I was I was blowing a lot of it. And I was like living at home and I'm like, I gotta do something. So I bought a townhouse. Um, actually ironically, so that was two thousand six, two thousand seven. I just sold it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So it's I, a very, very full circle. But uh,
0: for those of you listening in the future, in two thousand forty, it's two thousand eighteen today. It's two thousand eighteen.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a uh, fall two thousand eighteen. I just sold it yesterday, so I was I had it you know almost twelve years. Um, wow. But anyway, so I did that. Kind of mm-hmm. went through my corporate career, made good money. Um, was still living, like, I went from 60 to 70. When I left Verizon, I was making, like, 120. And I found a way to spend at my limit every month. Like, a lot of people do. It doesn't happen if you're, like, you're making 60 grand. Like, if I make twice as much, I'll be in a much better place. But you slowly trickle to get there, and you keep spending at your limit.
0: Lifestyle creep. Lifestyle
1: yeah. creep. Yeah, it's real. And if you don't catch it, if you take any type of hit back, it's it's a challenge. Yeah. It's a challenge. Because yeah. I was a salesperson, and I got paid my commission once a month. And it was like credit card, credit card, credit card. Don't worry, there's a big commission check coming. Well, that like one month you don't get a big commission check, it starts to kind of add up, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then okay. So fast forward, for, fast forward, met my wife, uh, and got engaged. Before we got married, I found out. So my wife was in the college at that point. I found out she had about one hundred and thirty thousand dollars in student. Loan. Oh, I'm
0: sure you were thrilled about that. <laughs> it was a
1: serious conversation of like, yeah. like personally, like, do I marry this person? Like, I have no student debt. She doesn't have a job, right? Like, and I'm about to marry into $130,000 in debt, and like, it was a serious conversation. Like, we're blessed. She's an amazing woman. I made the right decision. She we got married. Um, we have two beautiful children now, and we've gone through our own little debt challenge. Um, so, in the previous episode, we talked about how I left corporate America to help the smaller company. Well, in that transition, we made some massive life decisions. So, I went. I took about a $70,000 pay cut to go from corporate America to this smaller world. And like, that is that's a kick in the nuts. Like, <laughs> like really though. Like you're like, I'm I'm on, I'm kinda like doing whatever I want. You know, yeah. there's nothing for like going out to eat a lot. We had we didn't have kids at the time. I mean we were eating and drinking our way through like eighty grand a year. And and it was it was disgusting looking back now. But that was a transition that really is going to set us up for where we are now and for the future because we had to make some serious lifestyle changes. Yeah. We had to get serious about our income. We had to get serious about our, our debt and our bills and how we did that. And uh, so we made it through about three years of that level income. My wife started making a little bit more, but I was still in that like dollars to $60,000 range. And we, we kept things kind of at the same debt level about – in that transition, which is crazy to us because like that just shows how much money we were wasting. It's like seventy thousand dollars less, and we did not accrue more debt. Which it was a lot of debt, but yeah. like I mean, it was probably at that time you know we were still well over a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt. Um, we had a car, you know, with that payment. Um, we had credit card debt, you know, probably in the twenty to thirty thousand dollar range, and like we just we paid enough and lived at a lifestyle that kept us at that break even. Like we were paying our bills. But, like, nothing was you're, going down. You weren't
0: adding more to the pile? No, we
1: weren't adding more to the pile. And then one of the biggest decisions I made, I think my, me and my wife made, so it was, like, if this is going to be our lives, we need to find ways to make more money. And I think one of my biggest tips to people, if you're in a, in a in a vision of getting rid of debt, having a side hustle is extremely important. It's it's I can't explain it. And you don't need to make a lot of money. Like, if you made an extra $100 a week, which doesn't seem like a lot. Mm -hmm. But that that cushion, that ability to like have something happen, an emergency happen, a car issue, and having some funds that you're not like living at a break-even point anymore. That's an amazing thing. So we decided we're going to start getting serious about our our financial situation. And we spent three or four years to today um, trying to figure out what worked for us. Mm -hmm. Because like we we didn't want to talk about it. And, you know, so we would start with like some spreadsheets. We started with like trying to use like – Different apps for budgeting. And what we got in the habit of is creating a budget for the month. But here's, like, I guess the second tip we create a budget for the month, but didn't time it out properly. And it was like, okay, we want to put this amount to the credit card and we want to put this amount to student loan debt, but we didn't really know when. So we'd be like, oh, we look at our account. Oh, it's Friday. There's money. Let's pay this off. Or make this extra payment. And it's like, well, we didn't forgot about the bill of due on Tuesday. And now we're back in the same circle. Yeah. So what we did is we created a monthly spreadsheet where we kind of do a full cash flow of what dates is money coming in and what dates is money going out. Mm. So we can, like, push that payment a week and still be able to make it, but it doesn't affect everything else throughout the whole month. And that's what we did. We started doing that about earlier this year. And so that coupled with... We are making money again. Uh, so my side hustle's taken off, switched to a different company, Daniel Enterprises, making more money. We paid off $110,000 in debt this year. A hundred and ten
0: thousand. Six figures of debt in a year. In
1: a year. and it was And our lifestyle like, didn't change that much, right? <laughs> and it's super, like, to be fair, some of that was accrued this year. Like, it wasn't all previous. Like, we had a second child. I started a second business, like so we spent some money. So there's things happening. We 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 still took trips, you know. But overall, like I actually ran the numbers this morning between mortgages, paying off cars, and student loan debt, we've paid one hundred ten thousand dollars this year. And amazing, it worked so well because and it doesn't take a lot of time. People think like, oh my god, budgets so much time. We sit down for two hours, once a month to schedule the next month out. And then I sit down for about 20 minutes every Monday mm-hmm. and just make sure things came out when they were supposed to and this happened and that happened and we track it in the spreadsheet. Um, and it's it's made wonders. We use uh, every dollar mm-hmm. to create the budget buckets. Yeah. And then, so we like track transactions there. but Then we use the spreadsheet. To like make sure things are coming out at the right time timing and then the second thing we did I think a lot of people struggle with is the small stuff Mm -hmm. that adds up to big stuff throughout the month So we created an overhead budget, which is a weekly amount that like gas uh, parking little expenditures things here and there because it's hard to track like a $15 Amazon purchase yeah but like you can put it into the bucket and then in, in the budget sheet there's a weekly overhead number that we have to stay within, okay. and that, I ma- like ma- that that made it easier tracking the little things is things add up. Little oh, things yeah. here and there add up quick, Oh, yeah. They and do. and it's easy to like not budget for them because you don't think about like my wife works uptown Charlotte, so mm-hmm. she has to pay for parking every day when she goes up there. Mm-hmm. Like, where do you track that? Like, you don't track a parking budget, yeah. But like having that overhead number that like all of these things. Like, you know, like iTunes storage. Mm-hmm. Like, we all pay for it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a lot of money, yeah. but it adds up. Yeah, You know, that with, like, Amazon purchases, uh, grocery shopping, going out. Like, those all fall into our overhead. Like, what it costs for us to, like, do business, live. Well, yeah. Um, so, like, it we have a set. That was the difference because we got exhausted by the little details. Yeah. When we first started this journey, it was exhausting. Thinking about every little transaction here or there. And
0: it's overwhelming when you're first starting. Yeah, because
1: right? it, it didn't, like... There's a lot of them like it adds up like not only really just the number like of how much but how many transactions well especially
0: are. if you're not being conscious of it when you're first starting and you're <laughs> and you're just swiping and swiping and swiping you don't realize how much you're spending until you kind of look back and you say oh my gosh like yeah. so it's really funny like some of the reason why I'm able to stay on budget is because I'm too lazy to track the transactions so sometimes when I'm about to buy something like do I really want to log this into my spreadsheet later I don't really feel like so I, <laughs> so I just won't do it which is like just goes to show you how lazy That's I am That's great. Yeah. Um, but what I love about everything that you've said is that what is great about this is that um mike without even realizing it he touched on so many things that is part of crush this debt um and uh crush this debt right for a crush there's each of these things count for something right and um you touch on almost all of them so C's change your mindset We you clearly just talked about and um i love that you know when you're thinking about starting a new business and you want to reprioritize you know, being able to network for corporate America, that's what ours is for is redesign your life. Think mm-hmm. about what you want your life to actually look like. And of course it's including the kids and everything. Oh, yeah. um, use, use a budget, which clearly he's doing. Yeah. And then sacrificing and doing the hustle, right? Is what I love about his story and I, you know, it resonates with me is that we both started in these, you know, corporate jobs. Same thing. I came out of college thinking, Oh, I'm making pretty good money and I was making six figures when I left my corporate job, mm. and it was hard to make that transition um, when I decided to leap into entrepreneurial life full time. Mm-hmm. Um, but because we were able to kind of think about, well, this is what we want for our long-term future, yeah. we can handle this for a couple of years. Well, in the
1: big picture thinking of it too, though, and people get attached to the material side of what they own, yeah. right? And when you think about, like, from when we were looking at the decision for the corporate America, me and my wife sat down, we had just built a house, You know, we were kind of, like, on pace with our dreams of what we were trying to accomplish. And I was like, yeah, I want to, like, put a major hole in this, okay? And we talked about, like, what's worst case scenario here? Like, if if this were to fail, if I leave this company for this, like, I went from a $70 billion company to a company that had $200,000 a year in gross sales when I started with Right? And it's like, they really can't afford to pay me what they're talking about. Like, I have to go out and sell a bunch of stuff for them to be able to afford the little bit they're agreeing to pay me. Yeah. And uh, we're like, what's worst case here? If this fails, if this blows up and completely crashes, what's worst case? Well, we lose the house. We may lose our cars. Then what? Would we find somewhere to sleep? Yeah. Would would I find a way to make money again? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, do you have a job? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, do we have people who care about us? Yes. So what's worst case? We lose the house? Yeah. What's best case? Here's this long list of best case scenarios <laughs> of like, here's everything that could go well if I make this decision, short term loss, long term gain. Yeah. You know, I'll make more money this year than I ever made at Verizon. Like, and we're only four years removed. Yeah. Which is not that much. Which, time. if you think
0: about it, right? Four years ago, did you picture, you know, you'd be where you're at? No, right I, now. I, I
1: couldn't imagine the life I have right now. Isn't that I, I actually was having a conversation with a guy the other day. Like, if I would have put my life on, like, what am I looking forward to in my early 30s? Like, I pretty much. I'm there like I got a new I got a new I got a I got a suburban yeah and I always wanted a big SUV I don't know why but I haven't you know I joined a country club yeah you know, we're paying off debt I have two beautiful children you know my wife has a good job like she works at Bank of America now you know so it's like the sacrifice is never as dangerous as you think it is and there's always more upside than you can imagine
0: and it's not forever
1: nothing's forever. Right. And if you're willing to hustle, I actually had no idea. Crushed I know that's why I love this. So I had much. no like idea. He literally had no idea that that
0: was it. And he yeah. hit all of it. I was like, thank you. I <laughs> had no idea.
1: I, she did not pay me for that. Like, this was not hers. Uh, rehearsed. But like, you know, that hustle is, is under undervalued significantly yeah. because nothing is going to happen tomorrow the way you want it to, mm-hmm. but you can outwork the, those issues and those struggles. like. It was a terrible year for me to do some of the things I did. Like join a country club, no time to play golf. Start a second <laughs> business, having a second child, running a full time job. Like I took Daniel Enterprises, you know, as a group, we grew from well, over two million we'll do five million this year. Wow. That is a massive growth in the in, in the construction industry. Like yeah. it's a lot of work. But like if you're just willing to do the work, like that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing is and like I have friends now like I can't believe you budget and track every transaction. Like I'm talking like less than five hours a month. Helps me not be in debt.
0: Helps pay $110,000 worth and, of debt in
1: a year. And so, like, we haven't saved a lot. Like, I probably have, I'll be honest, about $10,000 in savings right now. And, like, half of that is for the kids. Um, and we have not been dedicating to our retirement as much. But my savings plan right now is the amount of interest I'm going to save by not paying off paying oh, student loan debt. absolutely.
0: Right? We've I mean,
1: saved hundreds of thousands of dollars already because, like... You're talking like 30 years of payments. Yeah. It adds up.
0: No, absolutely. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. And um, even though you say that, oh, it's not a ton of savings, $10,000, but you have an emergency fund yep. built in place, which a lot of people don't even have. I can't tell you how many people have talked to me and said, oh, I had this, ca- my car blew up yesterday. I'm screwed. And it's like, it's that, for us, our, our bathroom exploded a no. couple of weeks ago. And it was, it sucked, but yeah. it was no sweat for us, because we built up, You're prepared. We're, we're prepared for it. And so, you know, you're on your way to, you know, lots more savings, and like you said, you're saving a ton of money on the student loan debt. And I still can't fathom the fact that you did, you know, six figures in a year, so that's yeah. awesome. So, so I, yeah, I want to say
1: awesome. one thing before we, we sign off here. <laughs> if you're out there going, oh, well, he just made more money and that's why he paid off debt. Mm. If I would have been, if I would have not changed my lifestyle like we did three years ago, it would not have been possible. Like, yes, I made more money, which made the number bigger because we had a shit ton of debt to get rid of. (laughs) But ultimately, what really changed, what made that possible this year? Yes, we made more money. But realistically, we had the foundation in place. So when we did make more money, we knew what to do with it. So even if you don't have a big pay raise in your future, you just I'm just barely getting by. Start the process of tracking it and you'll be amazed at what you'll be able to accomplish because your future is still ahead of you and you're going to make more money. I promise you. It's going to happen and knowing what to do with it when you get it was a big change for us and it's something you can do too.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm done. Just <laughs> drop the mic. <laughs> we're done. So if you want to learn more about Mike's story, you can hear more on our podcast and on CrushTheSet.com. Thanks so much for being yeah, here. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Want to join our Crush This Debt campaign to pay off $1 million of debt? You can also learn more about our goal, tips, and today's guest on crushthisdebt.com, our YouTube channel, and social media at Crush This Debt. See you next time.